This is Rama for Today. Now, I found out when it comes to, to especially young people, young people do one of two things. Either they rise up or they rebel. See, they either come together for a cause or they rebel against that cause and go do their own thing or whatever. Now, when people start getting rebellious attitude, it changes everything about you. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Tomorrow is the last day. Right now, let's join Craig Hagan with his teaching, Don't Be Stupid. The day and age we live in, it seems that there's a lot of talk about, you know, well, I'm tired about a Christianity with rules. Because really, we serve a Christianity with no rules. The rules are that Jesus Christ died upon the cross. He purchased our salvation. He lives on the inside of us, and where he leads, we're going to follow. And, you know, if we have Jesus on the inside, if we're walking with him, we're not lying to people, we're not stealing from people, we're, we're not taking their, their wife, their husband, their stuff. We're not, we're not going to break any rule. So if you're worried about the rules, it's because you're probably having internal issues. But usually I found out, especially back dealing with youth ministry, is that um, when kids leave, and sometimes you know, leaving, I mean temporarily, like kids run away from home or whatever, it's usually because they're mad about the rules. And maybe it wasn't the rule that, that, you know, that they knew already. It was the new one where dad said or mom says, you know, whenever you say, well, why can't I just? And, and the answer was, because I said so. Okay, well, can, can you, dad, can you give me that rule book of life and find the I said so rule? You know, is, is that, you know, t- tell me what chapter and verse the I said so rule comes out. And of course, See, that's why, like I said, you know, most of you know that we race race cars. You know, the very last rule in every one of our racing books that, I, that, I, that I've read from different, different organizations that, is that any other rule that we see fit to, to, to make, we're going to make it. That's the I said so rule. <laughs> you know, because if they see that someone has, is doing something that, that's, they have a competitive edge over everybody else, I mean, you know, they, they feel the sport is trying, trying to keep one person from having a competitive edge over somebody else. And so that's the way it is. So it's a little bit different than basketball or football because there's people come up with new things all the time. Now, the point is, like I said, going back to Steve, Steve had a couple issues that took place before he decided to leave the house. He was probably frustrated. I'm sure some of his friends said, hey, you know what, Steve? Why don't you take your money, and, and I'll, I'll be your best friend, and me and you will go out together. Well, how did these other guys? I, I'm sure that there were many people that went with Steve. He, he just didn't leave. I, I bet you all, everybody who went with Steve was all his age, except for that one guy that had been living in his grandma's basement, you know, and he, he, probably, he might have went too because Steve said, you know, it's all expense-paid trip to the country next door. Um, you know, we're, 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 I'll, I'll give you your own mansion so you don't have to live in your grandma anymore. Oh, okay, you know. Anyway, but, you know, he, 
he's probably you know, surrounding himself with people that think just like him. I have found that when people get frustrated, people get mad, they go to try to talk with somebody, especially, now let's just say this, let's just say you and somebody else is having you know, an issue. Usually the person you go to talk to is someone you know that doesn't like the other person. And you're like, I know why you guys aren't friends anymore, because I'm, I, I've seen it. I, you know, I've seen firsthand what they can do. You know, all this stuff. And, you know, we, we a lot of times let a lot of petty stuff ruin a perfectly good relationship. Now, see, relationships are about many things. You know, sometimes relationships is, is just a friendship. Some relationships about a husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend. But the biggest relationship is a relationship between you and God. And really, it come, if anything comes between that, that's an issue. That's an issue if it comes between it. There is nothing that's too important to come between you and God. And you say, well, and, and I understand, you know, there's rules, and, and, and there's also not, not just rules, there's culture. Things, you know, there, there's culture, and sometimes culture can be changed, and sometimes it can't. But I tell you what, if you go against culture, it creates problems as well. And the Apostle Paul talked about that. He says, just because something's lawful doesn't mean you need to do it. Because for you to break culture, people look at you like you're wrong. Even you're not, maybe te- technically you're right. But I think the, by you going against that culture, you're basically, you're telling the culture to stick it in the face and, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do. Now, see, when you do that, people don't really honor and respect you because you're a rebel. Now, I found out when it comes to, to especially young people, young people do one of two things. Either they rise up or they rebel. See, they either come together for a cause or they rebel against that cause and go do their own thing or whatever. Now, when people start getting a rebellious attitude, it changes everything about you. Now, I'm going to say something, you know, too. Notice that when this man, Steve, when he left the, you know, he just didn't leave his dad's house. It said he left the country. You understand? You know, there's one thing about going to a different place that's still, you know, because when he left the country, he left what they called was the promised land. He went to a foreign land. His dad had a lot of land. He, he, he didn't have to live in his dad's kingdom. He, he could have built another kingdom on the backside of the property and built Steve's world. And he could have had his own roller coaster, you know, the Steve drop or something like that, you know, the, or whatever. Could have had Steve land and all kinds of things like that. So he could have worked in conjunction with his dad to work together said, you know what, Dad, I'm, I'm going to help us. You know, we're, we're going to, I, I don't know what his dad did, so let's just say that his dad was a, was a sheep farmer. And so he says, you know, instead of us being, being a sheep farmer only, we're, we're going to be in sheep farming and amusements. You know, I'm going to build Steve land over here, and everyone's going to come, and, you know, and, and I, I'm, going to, I'm going to get a pig for my mascot, and everybody wants to be like Pete the Pig and have all kinds of stuff. You know, because every, every good music park always has to have a mascot. You know, you have Mickey Mouse and... And all these kind of things. And if you go to Six Flags, they usually use, they use the Looney Tune characters, Bugs Bunny and whatever. So Steve picked Peek the Pig because, you know, because it's my imaginary world and I'm making it all up as I go along. 
But the fact of the matter is, Steve didn't decide this to go to the backside of the ground. And, you know, because, see, if Steve would have actually just went to the backside, he, would, he didn't need all this stuff. He said, Dad, just give me a little bit. You know, I'm going to make you proud. I'll, I want to work together with you. But he didn't want to work together. He wanted to do his own thing. This is what happens. Now, I'm going to... You, know, you can go to heaven without going to church. I'm, I'm, I, know, I want to make sure everyone understands that. But I found out when you get out of church, there comes issues. Now, the Bible says not to forsake assembling ourselves together. But I found out when we come out and get out of church, because whenever we come to church, now, you know, you, you can even go back to the farm or, or, or whatever, you know, there's, there was always family time where the family hung out. And you'll say, well, you know what, I'm not going to hang out with family time anymore. I'm only, and, you know, I'll still see my dad every once in a while. I'll still have a relationship with him. See, you know, that's what, see, church is like family time. It's where the family comes together, you know, like-minded. And, and you know, the Bible clearly says, you know, when, um, you know, back in, in Acts, you know, it talks about them to come together in one place in one accord. And when they did, the Holy Ghost fell and, you know, had great things, you know, took place. See, good, place, good things take place when the family gets together and unity and harmony. Now, uh, you know, we've all been at family time, Christmas time, when there wasn't unity and harmony, and it wasn't the most happiest Christmas in the world. It's no fun to not have unity and harmony, so family time's always good. But I found out when people decide, hey, I'm just going to miss family time. Now, you understand, you can miss family time every time, and you can have a personal relationship and, and you know, keep having a relationship with the Father. But I found out, you know, you know, you might have worship still, because you're, you're, you're still praying and you're still speaking to God, but you're only getting part of the family. You're missing out, the, you know, the, the blessings of being with your brothers and sisters and, and people in the Lord. And you say, well, but, yeah, but I don't need those people. Yes, you do. You need those people. Those are the people that, that are going to be there to actually, hopefully, give you good advice. You know, hopefully to, to get you back on track. Now, I understand every church has frustrated people there, too. And our goal is, is to get the frustrated people to be unfrustrated. But the fact of the matter is, there, I found out that if we, when people start getting out of church, they start... Getting away from time, not just with each individual, but getting away from time they spend with God. Because you can say that you want, that you want to do whatever. It's kind of like the, um, you know, and I, I know culture's changed a little bit, but it's a whole lot easier to watch a TV program whenever you're there in front of the TV and watching it on time than it is to always tape everything or, or you know, video everything and watch it later. Because when you get about three or four episodes behind... Sometimes it, it seems overwhelming to actually even catch up. So most of the time you don't. And that's what, you know, but, but also sometimes, if, especially now, um, you know, if you're watching a, a show like an American Idol or other competition, you know, where every week things are, are changing and people are getting voted off and things like that, you know, or you, or you get so far behind on some of the storyline, it doesn't even make sense to, you know, if you don't have time to watch all the episodes, you know, and if you, if you start watching now, you, you, don't, you don't understand what's going on or why this happened or why, so you just don't watch it because it's not as exciting anymore or, or whatever. So, but the fact of the matter is I found out because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If we quit hearing the Word of God, we quit having faith. 
a kid having faith, then our, our, our thoughts change, our actions change. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Getting Through the Tough Times. Also in this package is the slimline book from Lynette Hagan entitled God's Peace. Purchase these two items for the price of $27 and get Kenneth E. Hagan's CD entitled Faith for Finances for Free. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Easter Sunday, or some some people say Resurrection Sunday, yes. here at Rama Bible Church, a special presentation. And I'll tell you what, this was written by our own staff. Uh, it's called Kingdom Come. That's going to be here at Rama Bible Church Sunday, April the 9th at 10 a.m. So if you're in the area, or you can join us online. Yeah. If you're you in the area, come on out. It'd, yes. it'd be great. Or you just want to drive in. Yes. Or you could join us online at Facebook Rama Bible Church page, YouTube Rama USA, uh-huh. or on the Rama.tv. That's it's right. It's all be there. So that's going to be very, very special. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Craig Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.